0: Hello and welcome to The Rumblings of a Madwoman. Um I hope my audience is able to hear me as it is raining where I am, but regardless of that, let's get into the first episode. So, in today's episode, we're going to be looking at trauma, the effects it has on you, your relationships, it's definition and the types of um the types of trauma. So, in the simplest of terms, trauma can be defined as when someone goes through a stressful, frightening or distressing event. Now, let's think of it as a phone and this is where the types of trauma comes in. Let's think of it as your smartphone, your device. So when it comes to acute trauma, think of it of like when you drop your phone that one time and it's still functional right you dropped it there's probably like a small dent somewhere but you dropped it and it's still gone through trauma when you look at chronic think of it as you constantly or repeatedly dropping your phone the screen is cracked. The back glass is obviously totaled or whatever. And you're constantly ex- exposing your phone to, to the drops and everything else. And then when we look at complex trauma, this is like variable or multiple events happening at once. You drop your phone, water pours on it. Someone flashes it down the toilet, ETC and, and stuff like that. Now, it's probably a bad example to use as a phone but it's the most simplest I can use but imagine the amount of damage that the phone is going to have with the constant drops and, the, and being flushed through water and everything else It's going to have a toll on the performance of the phone is going to have a toll on how you yourself as a user are going to interact with it and if we look at it from a human perspective This ultimately determines how we relate with people, how we respond to external stimuli, how we perceive certain situations, and how our bodies are going to process every information that is being wired from our brain. So mainly I'm going to look at chronic and complex trauma, not to say that acute trauma is not valid but like i feel most people suffer from complex and chronic trauma and it's a bit tricky for them to navigate in their lives and i want to say it is not your fault whatever it is that you have been subjected to whatever it is that you have gone through it was never your fault and if you remember me saying i said that it takes a toll on your body because trauma does not always come as a memory it usually comes as a reaction so if you're put in a situation that you've probably experienced before you're put in a situation that makes you You're put in a situation that you can't really... You don't have the tools to, to respond to properly. You tend to have a fight or flight response. And this could be... It could present itself in so many ways. It could present itself in you being extremely loud, extremely violent, or it could mean you dissociate, you you shut down, you numb your emotions, or you isolate. Now each of these has its own severity. Each of these is each experience, so to say, is different for each person and this determine how we relate with other people, like I mentioned, how we perceive situations because you're operating from a place where your mind is living in constant fear of being in a position where you cannot either defend yourself or you cannot speak up for yourself or your your body is being forced to, to feel and relive certain emotions that you have not dealt with, you do not have the capacity to deal with at that moment or you really do not want to look into them. So your body... It's basically telling you to avoid everything. And in you avoiding everything, you are choosing to isolate. And in isolating yourself, you are choosing to not put yourself out there because you do not want to be perceived. You do not want to be hurt. You do not want to give people the opportunity to to give you the experience that you've had because you're working from a trauma-based system same goes for people that are extremely violent people that are operating from an ego-based system people that are numbing themselves and using external uh, coping mechanisms to, to, to go about their day-to-day life it's because you do not want to be seen to be put in situations where you are defenseless and you do not want to be put in situations where you have where people have access to you so it's it's a bit of a doozy it's a bit of a pickle to to go through trauma and like I said it's not your fault but then we have to come to the realization that because it happened to you you cannot continue to perpetuate the cycle with other people you cannot continue to to relive every moment and that's probably downplaying whatever it is that I have been explaining that's downplaying everything else because your brain does not know better your brain does not know how to function and most of the times when it comes to trauma your brain cannot process everything at a go when events happen so it breaks it down in tiny bits and pieces so that it's relatable you but then not really relatable for you but then in the sense of like it's easier for you to go on and continue with your life it's easier for you to to continue existing and i say existing in 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 quotation marks because you're not truly living because at any moment you could come face to face with your trigger it could be a certain smell it could be certain sound it could be someone's voice or anything of the sort and you're confronted with that memory and this is where we hear phrases like mental health disorders like anxiety depression and uh, post-traumatic stress disorder this is where disorders like dissociative identity disorder comes in it's because you are building a system that allows you to detach from whatever experiences that you've had your body is building a system that pulls you away from something that makes you feel uncomfortable but then the thing is there's glitches in the matrix there's it's, it's like your phone, like I said, like you've dropped it so many times, you've exposed, it's been exposed to so many elements, to so much wear and tear, at some point its performance is going to be affected, the way, the way you make calls, the way you hear things, the way everything works is going to be affected. And that's how these conditions are. Your anxiety, your depression, your DID. It's going to defragmentalize at some point. It's going to break itself down and say, you know what? This is what happened. And you'll be confronted with those emotions of uncomfortability. You'll be confronted with uncertainty. You'll be confronted with fear and Your body at that moment does not know better. Your body and your mind at that moment are not in the position to process whatever it is it's feeling because you are not living at the point of this is happening, this happened. No, you are living from a memory that happened way back. You're living from this happened before, this is how my body reacted. So when you're put in certain uncomfortable situations, you're either really loud, you're either really dismissive, you're either isolating and dissociating because your mind cannot process whatever it is that is going on at that point and it is reacting to what happened to you in the past. And I think most people have heard how psychologists say most of most of our interactions in childhood determine how we will interact with other people in our adulthood or during the course of our lives so let's say as a child you were abused you were subjected to very uncomfortable living conditions or anything that just rendered you defenseless helpless and subjected you to a certain amount of trauma as you are growing up Because you do not have the tools at that point to defend yourself. Your body will stop everything that you have been through, every word that you have been through, every emotion that you have felt when you were defenseless. And when you are presented with situations that take you back to that point, it's going to going to provoke a fight or flight response you're going to shut down you're going to yell at people and this is where we hear people say this is just who i am and no it's not who you are that's who you were forced to be that is your coping mechanism because you are either unable to confront whatever situation that happened or get to the root of it or you choose not to look at whatever it is that happened because of the pain and the hurt and the destabilization that happens within your psyche and your body and it's really it's a tremendous Effort it takes a tremendous amount of effort to look at issues and say, I am reacting in this way, but then when those things are happening, you do not know better, so give yourself grace and understand that whatever happened to you is not your fault. But, yes, there is a but, and I'm not invalidating anyone's experience, I'm not invalidating anyone's uh trauma or anyone's pain and or hurt please do not misquote me but there has to come a point where we have to look inward and see how much damage has been done and see how best we can work around it because let's be honest humans are not built for isolation, humans are not built to be solely reliant on themselves, that in itself is a symptom or an effect of trauma, you cannot be your own superman, because as a human, you're built for connection, you're built for interaction, but then if you constantly push people away and tell people oh no this is how I am so they just have to deal with me it doesn't work like that and please don't come for me and say oh no my gosh you're teaching us this this is what 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 no I am not a certified psychologist I am just speaking from a point of view of certain experiences that I have gone through and I'll use myself as an example or the phone as an example I have had to unlearn certain behaviors and i'm not in any way saying that i am perfect but it's constant unlearning that helps you foster relationships in the best way possible relationships that are good enough for you that help you process everything that you have been through and it's going within yourself and untying every knot that you can think of. So let's look at it like a mosquito must- net or like or like a game, the, the games that we play. Every level that you unlock, there's a certain level of difficulty. So with every way of processing your trauma, there is going to be a certain level of difficulty. There's going to be a certain level of resistance because your body is being confronted your body yet you're, you're telling your brain you're telling your psyche to say look we want to look at this and we have to get to the bottom of this but because your body has told all that trauma it could be for months it could be for years it could be for decades or whatever and because your body has stored that you are challenging how you do things you are literally saying to your brain oh we are finding you're creating neural pathways on how you begin to do things that are not in line with your trauma and for the longest time as human beings we have literally dig right, the concept of my trauma made me this way yes that is valid that was an uncomfortable experience that you cannot continue to perpetuate and subject other people in your life to the trauma that you have experienced the whole notion of an eye for one eye it literally made the world blind so we have to own up to the fact that yes we have been hurt yes we have gone through so many things as human beings that it has taken a toll on our emotions on our mental health on our bodies literally on our bodies and how we cope in life but we have to take steps into healing who we are and truly find out who we are away from our trauma because one thing i have realized about our generation and as humans is that we tend to associate ourselves with our trauma we tend to draw significance to trauma Oh, this happened to me so this is who i am no i am here to affirm that you are not your trauma you are not whatever experience that you have been through and i understand that it was a very traumatic it was a very hurtful experience But we need to get out of the habit of associating ourselves with that trauma. We need to challenge and create new pathways for our brains and rediscover who we are away from that trauma. And I think that's the best way we can can proceed. And during the course of my episodes, I am going to talk a little bit about healing i hope this was insightful and i hope there's not too much rumbling but then again it's rumblings of a mad woman so i hope it makes sense i hope it opens up your mind to the possibility that you are not broken you're not faulty yes you have lived through trauma and you are not your trauma and i hope you get into the habit of working around that trauma because as humans we have perpetuated a lot of things. We have subjected ourselves and people in our lives to a lot of things that needs to change and we need to heal. And it is not your fault again, but stay tuned and we will talk about healing maybe in the next episode or the next two or three episodes.